Welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. On today's show, we're going to meet with Federal Premium Ammunition, and we're going to announce a change for the Minnesota Patriot Guard. But first, it's time for Generally Speaking, a weekly message from the Adjutant General of the Minnesota National Guard, Major General Sean Mankey. Minnesota National Guard is a unique military organization in that we have a dual role. Our chain of command includes both our governor and our president. We serve both overseas and combat roles and here at home in response to state emergencies. More than 13,000 strong, the soldiers and airmen of your Minnesota National Guard are based in more than 60 communities across our great state. From our Air National Guard units in Duluth and the Twin Cities to our Army National Guard units stationed in Rosemont, Bloomington, St. Paul, Camp Ripley, and elsewhere, the soldiers and airmen of your Minnesota National Guard live here, work here, and serve here. It is our mission to be good community partners. We partner with local law enforcement agencies, schools, and an assortment of community organizations as part of our counter-drug program. In our role as Emergency Management Response Agency, we're prepared to protect Minnesota from any hostility, be it winter weather, floods, wildfires, civil unrest, or a pandemic. While I'm in the community, people often stop me to thank me for my service. I'm always humbled by that gesture of gratitude, but I'm also proud in the knowledge that the Minnesota National Guard is always ready to protect our community and always there to respond. Thank you. Thank you, General Mankey. For more information, please go to minnesotamilitaryradio.com. As I said at the opening, we're going to meet with uh, some folks from Federal Premium Ammunition. I think of them as Federal Cartridge. And we have a Marine in the studio today. Uh, he's been on the show several times in the past. His name is Dennis Angel. He's a retiree from Federal Ammunition, worked there for 35 years, and he also served in the United States Marine Corps back in the 70s in the Marine. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. Uh, thank you very much, Tom. I'm very proud to be here. Well, I'm glad you could find your way back. I needed help, but I got here. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dennis, we want you brought a couple of, uh, of the leaders from uh, Federal Premium with you today. Would you like to introduce them for us? Uh, it would be my pleasure. I'm very proud and honored to have uh, our Vice President of Marketing, Jason Nash, and our Senior Director of Operations, Jared Cutney, with me today. Gentlemen, welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. Thank you. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. We're going to talk about some philanthropy that uh, Federal Premium has done, an amazing job, uh, especially over the last decade or so here in Minnesota. But first, Dennis, uh, I want you to tell us a little bit about Federal Cartridge. They've been around for like 100 years. That is correct, Tom. We've been here 101 years, as a matter of fact. Uh, the Federal sits on about 175 acres up in Anoka, Minnesota. We've got about 1,500 employees uh, working with us. Of that, I'd say somewhere in around 200 are veterans, and we're very proud of that. And so, yes, I'm very, very pleased that uh, you have have us on the show today. Well, I'm glad to have you guys back. We seems like we do this every year or so, but there's a lot of good reasons for it, and we're going to get into them in a minute. And Jason, I'm uh, glad to have you back in the studio. Uh, marketing, you're the VP of marketing. Got a lot of work to do up there? Uh, it's great to be here, by the way, Tom. And, uh, yeah, it, it's really, you know, I, having a great brand like Federal, among others, to work on is uh, really makes the job of a marketer a little bit easier because we have such great quality products that uh, the factory produces and you know I'm just proud to be able to work with a team that can put out positive campaigns and and messages and provide the best product available. Well thanks for joining us today and Jared you're the director of operations. Last few years ammunition has been hard to come by. Are you catching up? Yes sir yeah it's actually it's actually really good. The team has really uh, stepped up to the plate and done everything they can in order to make as much ammo as we can and that's what we do 24-7 at the factory there in Anoka. Um, thankfully, again, the, the market is, is still strong for ammunition, and we continue to produce around the clock. 
we produce everything from opening price point ammo, everything all the way up to elite performance. I mean, the, the best ammunition that you can possibly buy. So the, the team does a really good job. And as the as the market demands different types of products, we, we absolutely produce the most that we can to, to meet those needs. And you've got some specialty ammo for the police departments and you do some ammo for the military. Absolutely, yeah. We, we, we have different channels of trade, of course, military, law enforcement, but also the commercial hunter. Um, different different types of products have different types of needs, and we have a great engineering team up there as well that, that really looks at the needs of the consumer and, and develops great products and, and produces uh, a product that we can actually make, uh, you know, millions and millions and millions of in production. So it's a it's a pretty neat team, and we all are, um, are just laser-focused on the needs of the customer, making sure that everything we produce is spot-on for their, for their particular need. I've toured that facility. It's amazing what you guys can do up there and uh, keep up the good work. Uh, we're talking to uh, Federal Premium Ammunition today on Minnesota Military Radio. And, Jason, one of the things we want to talk about is philanthropy. Uh, I think this, this Marine over here has been uh, been over there asking you guys for stuff for over a decade. And one of the things that he's asked for was uh, some ammo for the Camp Ripley Military Youth Camp. And you've been doing that for years. We have. And Dennis is great. He he gets us involved in all the right causes, and we're happy to take part. And, you know, for 100 years, Federal has always had at its forefront um, developing safe use of our products and having the next generation of people be educated on how to use our products better in the field and and really have have a wonderful time with them. So, yeah, Camp Ripley we've sponsored for more than eight years now. Uh, 400 kids attend those camps, and they're two two two-week-long camps for children. And that 22 ammunition that, that we help them out with um, is for their shooter safety program to help that you know, legacy of making sure people stay safe and have fun in the field. And I'm told they couldn't afford to do that uh, program with those military children without your help, so thank you very much. Absolutely. And, Jared, I want to come to you. Uh, Minnesota National Guards has an exchange program with the Norway Home Guard for 50 years, which has just changed now into a formal uh, state partnership. But... Uh, we send 100 of our troops over there every year, and they send 100 of their home guard over here, and they have a trap shooting event up there, and you supply the ammo for that too. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're proud to support that event. I learned a little bit more about that here just recently too myself, and it's a, it's a really good uh, exchange program that we have going on. There's there's many states that do have that foreign exchange program, and, um, you know, we've been doing this, like you said, for 50 years, and I think that's a really good thing, and it, it really helps that collaboration between us and, and different allies across the across the globe. And, yeah, we've been providing ammo for that trap event for quite some time. Yeah, Marina, I want to come back to you. Uh, some years ago we asked you to serve on the board of the Minnesota Military Family Foundation, and what did you do? You went right back to federal premium. We asked them for some help, didn't you? I most certainly did, and boy, did they come through. <laughs> you know, when I when I learned about the Minnesota Military Family Foundation from you, Tom, as to how it functions, the, the mission, I took that message back to federal, and they embraced us. So it was it's a it's a great experience. And they've uh, a lot of the employees of Federal Ammunition have joined us for golf tournaments to help raise money, so that we can provide grants to Minnesota military uh, families which are over about 2,400 grants and uh, $6.3 million since 2004. So having partners like Federal Premium is, is just unbelievable. You know, not only has the leadership stepped up and really helped, but you're right, the, the employees as well. We had over 80 employees participate in each of those uh, five golf tournaments this year, and so uh, the, the employees are, are, have our back as well as far as helping the military. Well, that's great. And, uh, Jason, I want to come back to you. Minnesota Military Radio, we're in our 14th year. I think this is our 708th show, 
Uh, we now, the show is now heard on 66 stations all over Minnesota, and we do some special shows each year on Memorial Day and Veterans Day, and you've been able to help us with those and help us reach out to all of our listeners all over Minnesota. Yeah, Tom, congratulations on the growth and success of the show. I mean, it's been really fantastic to be part of. We're we're happy to have been partners for eight years um, on those those shows, Memorial and, and Veterans Day Live shows, and there's no more important thing for us than giving back, and military is, is one of the key areas where we feel very proud as Americans and American manufacturing to make sure that we support our military as much as possible. And one of the things I know as a veteran myself is that all my buddies that are veterans like to hunt, they like to shoot, and they like federal yep. premium products, and, and all of them, including Remington and all the rest that you've got. So uh, we're very appreciative of your support of Minnesota Military Radio and, and the Minnesota Military Family Foundation. Jared, uh, we've got about a minute left here. In Minnesota, we've got an organization called the Commander's Task Force, which is made up of the eight federally chartered veteran service organizations, and they're all elected as new commanders every spring. And when they have uh, one of their first meetings, they like to get together, and you've made your facility available so they can come out there, they can get together, hold their meeting, you feed them a lunch, and then you take them on a tour. And, and give them a chance to go downstairs and shoot. That's right. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a really neat opportunity for for that group, I think, to to get together and, and have their meeting at our facility. Um, the Commander's Task Force Force Group uh, does that, and we've been doing that for the past nine years now. It's a beautiful facility we have out there. That clubhouse was the original clubhouse when there's actually a trap field in Anoka. We don't have that there anymore, but that that uh, is part of the historical registry now in the area, and it's a it's a beautiful place where we can host host meetings, host a lunch, and then, as you said, get to, get a tour of the factory and then get down into the the underground alleys and, and shoot some of the firearms that we have. It's 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 a good time. Those veterans enjoy the last part of that, getting down there and Absolutely. shooting some special weapons. Gentlemen, we have to take a short break. When you talk, when you come back, we're going to talk more about federal premium ammunition on Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. We've been talking to three gentlemen, two gentlemen from Federal Premium Ammunition and one that's a retired Marine. And, of course, he's always problematic. Uh, But we've been talking about some philanthropy and a lot of really good programs that Federal Premium has been supporting for many, many years. And, Denny, I know the next one we want to talk about is, is one that is close to your heart. It's the Honor Flights. Can you share with our listeners what that's about? Absolutely. Of course, the Honor Flight is where where we take Minnesota veterans on a one-day trip flight to Washington, D.C. We take them to as many monuments as we can during that day, and then we fly back home again. And I'm, I'm very proud of Federal for supporting the Honor Flight for the past nine years. And as a matter of fact, this year they even sponsored eight employees with their immediate family met veteran to take that trip as well. And, of course, that started out uh, with the World, our World War II veterans, but unfortunately we're running out of those. So now you're taking more and more Korean uh, War veterans. Are you, t- you starting to take some of my buddies from Vietnam? Definitely, Tom. That is correct. Uh, in fact, the last couple of flights, there have been more and more Vietnam veterans on those flights. But you're right. The number of World War II veterans that are healthy enough to take the trip is diminishing every year. Well, the next year is the 80th anniversary of D-Day, so there's a reason for that. Jason, I want to come to you. There's uh, some other events that uh, that you sponsor, and, and, and people will understand this. One's called Shoot for the Troops, and one's called Shooting for the Troops. And if they're going to raise some money by having shooting events, they need some ammo. And what better way to celebrate and raise money for important uh, foundations than to shoot? So, I mean, that that's our bread and butter. And, yeah, Shoot for the Troops, is a, it's a 501c3 charity that's been conducting trap shooting events for about seven years 
to benefit the Minnesota Military Family Foundation and Stand Down out of St. Cloud and a couple of other local charities. So really a, a great quality uh, organization that we're proud to support. Shooting for the Troops is conducted by Horwitz Company, great company local here. And, um, you know, we're happy to, to sponsor that one as well. And I understand they raised a significant amount of funding this year. And so happy to participate and help them raise those important funds. Dennis, they had a record year this year. They most certainly did. Uh, Horowitz hit $95,000 this year. And we're very pleased that Shoot for the Troops raised 50000 So just in this past uh, fall, we've gotten $130,000 from them to support our Minnesota military families. And that pays for a lot of grants, and we're very appreciative of that. Jared, I want to come to you. We've got another partner that's been with us for a long time. They carry Minnesota Military Radio, and that's Total Country, Bob FM. And uh, this is the 10th year that they're doing a a Country Salute CD, and uh, Federal Premium has been helping with that for, uh, I think, seven years or so. Right, yeah. Neil Freeman and the team out there at Bob FM create and sell that CD, and the proceeds uh, benefit the Minnesota Military Family Foundation and tribute for the troops. Um, the, the, the songs are donated by the country artists and we provide financial support for the CD production. So it's a, it's a really good program and they're, they're a local company too. Really neat guys out there at Bob FM. I remember a couple of years ago, we ran some promos out there that I voiced to, to try to find some employees for you so that you could staff you up. You bet. Right. <laughs> are you still hiring by the way? We, we are, we are actually hiring again here now. So that's, that's a really good thing. As, as we talked about earlier, the market dynamics were, were interesting there for a bit, but there's a bit of an uptick right now. So we are adding staff to our, our direct labor force right now. So, so if any of our listeners are interested in applying at federal premium, where do they go? federalpremium.com, or you can go to our parent company, vistoutdoor.com. And you've got, uh, Jason, I want to ask you this. You've got families out there that the third generation is working there. They've been working in Anoka at your plant for a long time. Absolutely, and we had the pleasure of being able to interview some of those generational families for our 100th anniversary last year. So really some fantastic stories of people passing along the tradition and building great ammunition. Great place to work, and, of course, we've got to keep shooting that ammo. Mm-hmm. Dennis, uh, I'll come back to you. Uh, the next thing we want to talk about is wounded warrior support. Yes, you know, Federals are very proud of the fact that since about 2011, uh, we've been contributing to the wounded warriors uh, effort. Uh, we, we, we manufacture some product, we package it with, with a wounded warrior logo on it, and they get a portion of the proceeds. So we're very proud of that. And I think over the probably year to date, we're probably in the $250,000 range of uh, donations. Very good. Jason, uh, coming back to you, uh, there's other kind of ammo besides the stuff we shoot. You've got to have some blank ammo for uh, honor guards, and, and you've been helping the Anoka Vietnam Veterans uh, of America honor, uh, rifle squad. Yeah, absolutely, and they actually helped us by dedicating our new flag on Highway 10. You know, we, we uh, as an American manufacturing company, our president said, you know what, there's something missing from our property here. We need a big American flag flying by the, the highway so people can see us. Um, so yeah, they helped us dedicate that. Uh, another thing that Dennis helped us arrange and, you know, it was fantastic. It's a hundred foot flag pole with a 30 by 50 American flag. And then, uh, each of the military flags underneath it really a sight to see. Well, why doesn't it surprise me that the Marine wanted a big American flag out of federal premium? Well, the Guilty Marine Corps Dennis. flag is the biggest. <laughs> of those. Yeah, I'm sure that's the truth. Oh, uh, Jared, uh, we talked a little bit about the uh, Commander's Task Force, the eight federally chartered uh, veteran service organizations, but there's several other 
of veteran service organizations that you've helped when they've done fundraisers as well. Right. We donate uh, ammo and auction items to to various organizations, you know, you know, some of some of which include the Disabled American Veterans Organizations, Paralyzed Veterans of America, Vietnam Veterans of America. And, you know, what that looks like is, is basically us donating some of our federal branded apparel or ammunition so that if there is uh, silent auctions or, or other, that we can actually generate some, some good dollars for those organizations. And that, that goes a long way as well. You know, this all makes sense because those are veterans over there, and, and they learned how to shoot in the military, and they're hunters, and they're shooters, and right. and they like your product. So yeah. what a partnership. Absolutely. It's a great partnership. We're, we're proud to support these organizations for sure. Thank you, sir. And Dennis? You got a new one that you were starting on. You're still, you're helping uh, uh, an outfit up in Ely. That's correct. Uh, the, the, it's called Veterans on the Lake up in the Ely area. There, it's a campsite with about 26 uh, cabins. Two of which, I, my understanding is, were dilapidated. They got grants to rebuild two of them, and they built them specifically for paralyzed veterans. And so, when I learned about that last fall, I got a hold of our president, at, uh, Jason Vanderbrink. Told him the story, and he was more than happy to contribute to that. And what we ended up doing is uh, providing the funds to outfit both those cabins with the specialized equipment you would expect paralyzed veterans need. And then in addition to that, Jason Nash donated some mounts, and we've got some pictures and advertising from his marketing department to, to help uh, decorate those cabins. Well, gentlemen, you're you're doing a great job with the philanthropy and in supporting these groups, and we've got more, but we're down to just less than three minutes. Uh, Jason, I want to come to you. There's a there's a change coming. Uh, federal premium is part of Vista, and I understand that the Vista sometime next year is breaking into two companies, and there'll be the ammo company and then the, the sporting goods company. Can you tell us what's going on there in general? Yeah, there's a. Uh we actually announced the the Kinetic Group is going to be the name of the new ammunition companies, and then there, we're also going through a sale process for those ammo brands, and we're we're really excited for the future. The great thing for people who love and shoot ammunition uh, from us and federal is that nothing changes to them. You know, it's all back office corporate um, kind of structure, and and we're still going to be in Anoka manufacturing the best ammunition we can, and and making sure that people have what they need to shoot and hunt. And Jared, uh, over the last 101 years, if you read the history of, of federal cartridge, there's been a number of different ownership groups, but in and out of it, you're still producing ammo up in Anoka, and you've got that big facility, and uh, nothing's going to change other than maybe technology. You'll be able to produce more of it faster. Exactly, yeah. No, we, we continue to, to pursue technology where it makes sense and, and increase our production rates, and, you know, we're, we're really proud of our heritage, and, you know, to, to bolster what Jason is talking about here, we... You know, our mission statement is to build better ammunition in America to create community, power defense, and conserve our heritage. And, you know, all these programs we're talking about here today really play well into that mission statement, and it really helps keep us true to, to our core. And our employees are really proud of the products they produce. They produce the best ammunition in the world, and we're proud to keep that right here in Minnesota. And, you know, as, as you mentioned, we'll pursue technology, additional employees, additional capacity where it makes sense. But today we just are proud to say that what we are making today absolutely hits on the needs of our consumer and does everything we need, and we're, we're a proud American company. And one thing that we've learned over the years talking to you and, and the other folks from Federal is when people start working up there, they stay. Absolutely. And their yeah. children stay and their yeah. grandchildren stay. Right. Must be a great place to work. It is. Yeah, it's, it's a tight-knit community, and when something, when something is going on at, at Federal, everyone knows about it, and it's a, it's a good thing. There's a, lot of, there's a family atmosphere for sure in that environment, and we're, we're really proud of that. And the, and the tenure is really, really strong, as you said. And I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, 
And Maureen, you did good. Thank you, sir. Uh, no cussing or anything. We, we I, got through the whole show. I had to practice this morning before I got here. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thanks for joining us. That was uh, Dennis Angel, the Marine, retired from uh, Federal Premium, Jason Nash, VP of Marketing, and Jared Cutney, Director of Operations from Federal Cartridge or Federal Premium in Anoka, Minnesota. Please stay with us. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Minnesota Patriot Guard. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. In a moment, we're going to talk to the Minnesota Patriot Guard. There's some big changes coming up, but they're still going to be there to support all of our military families and our veterans. But first, it's time for the Commissioner's Corner, a weekly update from the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. Now here's Temporary Commissioner Brad Lindsay. Are you or do you know a veteran at risk of experiencing homelessness? Are you also having difficulty functioning in your daily life due to your health, a disability, or problems with substance use? Are these difficulties limiting your ability to work so much that it is impacting your life and your family? If so, the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs can help through a program called SOAR. SOAR is changing the lives of at-risk veterans, helping them access sustainable income and stable housing by applying for federal funds available through the Social Security Administration. Social Security disability benefits can help cover housing costs, assist with needed health care, as well as help in making ends meet for veterans and their families. A SOAR representative will handle everything from preparing the paperwork to assisting with appeals, representing the veteran throughout the entire process, all at no cost. For more information about the SOAR program or to refer someone, call 1-888-LINCOLN. Thank you, Commissioner Lindsay. For more information, please go to minnesotamilitaryradio.com. The Minnesota Patriot Guard is a 100% volunteer, registered 501c3 nonprofit organization which ensures honor, dignity, and respect at memorial services honoring fallen military heroes, honorably discharged veterans, and line-of-duty police, firefighters, and first responders. And here to talk to us about that today is a voice that our listeners will recognize, been with us many times, Doug Bly from the flight line of the flag line of the Minnesota Patriot Guard. Doug, welcome back to the studio. We got you in here. Thank you for having me, Tom. I appreciate it. Well, sometimes you're on the flight line, too, but the flag line is the important thing. And uh, you brought a special guest with us that we're going to talk to in the next segment. Would you like to introduce him? Yeah, I brought along Craig Eugland, who is the current state captain for the Minnesota Patriot Guard. Craig, I met him in 2006 on the side of a road getting ready to go to Wilmer for the Kyle Miller mission. Yeah. So we've been up and down the road. I've been to his wedding and watched his daughter you know, come around and watched him you know, mat- actually matured into a pretty decent man. I appreciate that, Doug. Thank you. <laughs> Greg, Thank you welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. Nice to have you in the studio. Uh, we're going to get a little bit of your story and what's going to happen in the future uh, in the next segment, but I want to pick a little bit of history out of Doug here. Uh, there might be one or two people in Minnesota that don't know the origins of the Minnesota Patriot Guard or the Patriot Guard in general. Can you fill us in on some of that? The Patriot Guard Riders is a national organization, Tom, and began in Kansas and by the American Legion Riders out of Mulvane, Kansas. And we always say there were six mad men on bets and one pissed off wife. And she challenged them to go to this funeral because the Westboro Baptist Church had been going to these funerals. And if you're not familiar with them, they're a church filled with hate. I don't know why they call themselves Christians, but they would hold up very awful signs and say awful things to the families of the fallen. And these Vietnam vets got together and said, we're not doing this anymore. It's not going to happen. So they stood between the Westboro Baptist Church and the families, 
They liked what they did. The wife said, you should make this a regular occurrence. So they went to all the funerals in Kansas. They wrote up the first mission statement for the Patriot Guard Riders and got the first group going. Um, other people around the country heard about it and thought really liked doing that. So then they were nationally incorporated and they've got to, operating in all 50 states plus a couple of our um, countries that were involved in. But it's just been 2004 or five, I believe, the national organization was started. The first missions in Minnesota was 2005. Um, was up in Anoka, but 2006 is when we really took hold. And this is really what we said at the beginning. It's all about honor, dignity, and respect for the fallen. And it's not just our military, our veterans, but it's the first responders, fire, police, all of those that are out there serving us. Yeah, and it's really is it's about being of service. And uh, myself and Craig as well, we're both civilians. We never served in the military. And this has been my opportunity to give back to those who did. Uh, my father served in Korea. He was there for three years. He's proud of what I'm doing. Um, I graduated high school right after the Vietnam War. And at that point in time, my uncle was a career Army man. I talked to him about enlisting or going to ROTC, and he said, don't do it. And I don't regret it, but now I look back, and I'm, I feel blessed and honored that I've been able to do this and to be of service to those who actually did sign that dotted line. We've talked about your dad before. He's a retired firefighter, too, and he, put, he spent decades in serving his community. He actually formally officially retired from the fire department at the age of 93 two weeks ago. Wow. <laughs> he put in a few years. Doug. He put in a few years, and he still goes, and he helps them. You know, he, he helps on maintenance. He tells them what to fix. He can't do it anymore, but he tells them what to fix, and they've had some big fire calls, and he washes towels. And, but he's still of service, and that's where I think part of it came in our family. Sure you know, to be of service to other people. We're talking to the Minnesota about the Minnesota Patriot Guard on Minnesota Military Radio. Now, Doug, you've you've served all the way up through the ranks of the Patriot Guard Riders. You've been the uh, state captain, Captain Bly, and you've been <laughs> on the board of directors, and uh, you've done it all. You know, and I have in Minnesota, and the most important job is on that flag line. That's the most important person in this organization. We are truly inverted. You know, the people show up, you know, in their cars and their motorcycles and their trucks and come on buses and hold that flag. Um, I think it was said best by uh, someone named Dave Winkler. Tell me what time to be there. Tell me where to stand. Tell me where the bathrooms are and tell me when it's time to go. And that's all they ask. But they don't, you know, we wear dark sunglasses. You know, we're anonymous that way. It's just all about the flag. It's never about us. It's about the flag. It's about standing there for that mission for that family that day. And it's uh, it's amazing. We've talked about that, too, because I've experienced it in my family with the we invited the Minnesota Patriot Guard out, and, and uh, even on a cold January day, uh, 20 of your guys were out there, and, and it was very emotional. Tell us about that. Who, if, if a family loses a veteran or loses a first responder, they have to contact you. We only go upon invite. We're not just, we don't just show up, and we actually, like, if, if a friend of yours would have called and said, hey, my friend lost his dad, we won't go there. You have to be the one to contact. So it's a direct family contact to us. Go to our website, mnpatriotguard.org. On the left-hand side, it says request the Patriot Guard. Fill out the information. It goes to Craig Uglin and his team of people who review it, assign it, and then they work directly with the family as far as being there. And you've got riders in different regions all over the state. We, have, we call them 20 sectors. So we've got ride captains in every sector. We've got senior ride captains responsible for portions of the state. And then Craig is state captain with an assistant state captain. When you send the word out of a mission to go to a funeral to honor a, a, a fallen, you don't really know how many riders are going to show up, but they always do. I always tell every family, I can't tell you how many people are there. I guarantee you one, I'll be there. And some days five others show up, and some days 50 show up. We never know. No, and you have other missions uh, 
I know that you, you go to departure ceremonies when we deploy troops, and I think your favorite mission is when they come home. It's always the welcome home. And I, I was at one of those uh, early one morning, and the number of uh, the riders that were there for a deployment mission was incredible. And the feedback I got from the soldiers was, look at this. Somebody knows we're going, and they're here in before daylight. Uh, just to send us off, and and they really love it. You know, it's interesting, the change I've noticed, Tom, um, 10, 15 years ago was 80% male, 10% female. I'd say that number is now probably 40% female, 60% male. So it's not the wife staying home with the kids anymore, hugging the kids. A lot of times it's dad hugging those kids when mom's taking off in that airplane too. Well, and they tell us in the Minnesota National Guard that roughly 25% of them are, are women now. Yeah. And I can't imagine this, but if I had to stay home with the kids and my wife took off for a year, I don't know. I don't know if I could handle it. <laughs> or the kids handle it either. We got about a minute and a half left in this segment. Who's eligible to be a Patriot Guard writer? I always thought before I met you, it's a bunch of old Vietnam veterans like it started. Right. Not true. No, it's not at all. It's a citizen. We'd like you to be over 18 so you can, we don't have to worry about any legal liabilities for you. Um, but it's really, are you a Patriot? Do you have a three by five flag and a pole? Do you have an email address and, you know, zip code you can provide to us so that we can target our email to you? And then just come on out. We tell you what time to be there. We tell you where to stand. And we tell you what time to go home. And they have to have one more thing. They have to have a good heart. They have to have, you, know, you have to have the heart of a patriot. And be willing to stand there and say, regardless of what your political feelings are, whatever your affiliations are, just say thank you. That's all you're asked to do. And the other misconception is you don't all arrive on your motorcycles. Although in your case, if you could, you would. Well, we have, and but again, it's winter time, you know, coming up, and so in Minnesota, we can't be on the motorcycle twelve months out of the year anyway. And Tim Leonhardt tells me that's called a cage, and I told him I'll keep driving my cage. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had people come in city buses, so. Well, and he accused me of, of uh, thinking about uh, parachuting in one time. He said that'd be okay too. Well, I'll pay money to watch that. <laughs> uh, the Marine will do it that we had on the first day. He did that for his 70th birthday. Doug, uh, great to have you in the studio. We've got a lot more to talk about with the Minnesota Patriot Guard and a little transition, and we're going to talk about that when we come back. Uh, we've been talking to uh, Doug Bly and Greg Euglin from the Minnesota Patriot Guard on Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. We've been talking about the Minnesota Patriot Guard today with Doug Bly and Craig Euglin. And, Doug, uh, you're entering into a, a transition period. You've been a part of the Patriot Guard for a lot, a lot of years. And time to pass the baton? Is that what's going on? It really is, Tom. I had uh, joined in 2006, served as state captain for about three years, and have been on the president of the board of directors now for probably the last 10. And as I looked at... We did some great work over the years, did some great things, raised a lot of money, hit all these missions. And it's easy to go back to your successes and try and repeat them, but it's a different world, I think, today for volunteers and volunteerism and, I think, the nonprofits in general. And we need a new way of doing things, a new perspective on that, and I don't think I was able to provide that anymore, to be quite honest. And knowing that, I knew it was time to move out of the way and let a new generation of leaders step into that role. Military used to call it next man up. Now it's the next person up. Well, correct, that's men true. Men and women. Yeah, exactly, and, exactly. And, uh, and and you have, you know, we talked for years. There are approximately 500 missions a year. You did the, the ride, the Patriot ride, raised a lot of money. You contributed a whole bunch of money, the MMFF and, and other organizations. Uh, the things that you accomplished during 
your time on the board and your time as captain are amazing. And and proud. And proud of not myself. It's proud of everybody who was involved in that. Proud of the 5,000 members we had. Proud of the our partners. Proud of the people we donated to. Proud of being integrated with the Minnesota National Guard to the level we were and to law enforcement. And we were invited to those funerals as well. Just proud of the effort. Proud of the group. And, Doug, the reason you brought uh, Craig with you today is he's the current state captain, and you're transitioning to him. And we're going to hear, Craig, we're going to hear your voice on the radio going forward. Sounds good. Can you share with our listeners, uh, how did you get involved with the Minnesota Patriot Guard and and how long you've been there? And uh, what caused you to say, okay, I'll be the state captain? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a lot to fill in there. Um, I joined about the same time that Doug did back in the spring of 2006. Um, At the time, I had a vendor... Um, that had come into my office and he had been to a funeral down in Iowa where um, some protesters had attended a funeral of a soldier that was killed in action and it really struck a nerve with me. And um, when he left my office, I first thing I did was pulled up patriotguardwriters.org and f- saw what the organization was about and knew that that was a good fit for me. Um, as Doug said in the last segment, I wasn't able to serve in the military either. So due to a disability, um, and my only family tie to the military was my brother, who was active for 20-plus years. Um, unfortunately, he would never had to deploy either. But um, my first mission was down in Welcome, Minnesota, for um, the Pacivio family. And that was kind of the big coming out of the Patriot Guard. You know, we had at that time, um, and I don't ever remember a mission with this kind of number since, but we had like 450 people on the flag line in a town of 700 people. And that was really impactful. And seeing the family and the impact that we had on that family really cemented that the Patriot Guard is where I belonged, and that's where my efforts needed to be focused. And it's been a great relationship ever since. So that's like 17 years. Yeah, Craig, you and uh, Doug have been on a lot of missions and seen and helped to uh, uh, support a lot of families burying their loved ones. Uh, how important is this to the families? Um, it's hard to even describe it, you know. Um, in the positions that myself and Doug have held, we've had very close contact and interactions with Cold Star families, families that have lost their loved ones. And um, still to this day, I'm good friends with several in my area of the state. And, um, you know, the conversation always comes up of the day that they had to bury their child or their sibling. Um, and it's just, you know, 10, 15 years later, and they still talk about it. So, you know, that r- right there, that's a it's a pretty big impact on them. Greg, um, Doug and I talked about this, but I had a family member die, and it was cold weather. And to see total strangers, 20 of them show up on a cold January day, stand the line, and, and stay until we were done, it was just amazing. It, it was more emotional than I ever imagined, and it, despite the fact that Doug and I had been talking about this for years at that point. But yeah. it comes home, and it hits your heart, and, it's, and, it, and it reminds us that people care. And you don't hear about that. And the news talks about the minority, the people that are raising heck and doing naughty things. But the majority of people, I think, in, in Minnesota and around the country really care. I believe that, yes. I want to ask you, uh, there's, a, there's a special kind of a, of a mission, and it's called a repatriation. Can you explain that to us? Yep. So, um, and this one hits close to me. Uh, our, our first big repatriation um, I was in charge of that mission in Kenyon, Minnesota, and it's this situation was uh, Major Ben Danielson was shot down over Laos. Um, of course, at the time we weren't in the Laos, but um, and his 
his widow, Mary, was very active in POWMA issues, and his son was very involved as well. And they were able to, to find um, remains in his sidearm, and his repatriation was bringing him home. Um, and he was part of my generation in Vietnam, so this yeah. was 50 years later. Absolutely. Um, and it was one of those missions that, again, just it it really set into cement that we were doing the right thing. Um, to see the impact that we had on that town and the Vietnam vets that were in our flag line and how much that meant to them, they didn't know who he was. Um, but the fact that we were able to bring one of their brothers' homes was an extremely emotional, not even day, week and months of planning. And, um, you know, that was in 2007. And I still have flag line members that come up to me and talk about that day. So 16 years later, that's that's a pretty big impact. And those families probably always wondered what happened to them in now that at least they've got an end story and brought home what they could and, and put a little bit of closure to it. Absolutely, closure. We're speaking to uh, uh, Doug Bly and Craig Euland about the Minnesota Patriots Guard on Minnesota Military Radio. Craig, going forward, uh, who's eligible to be a Patriot Guard writer? Um, well, anybody. Uh, you, Our only requirement is that you are there to show honor, dignity, and respect to our fallen. Um, men, women, military, non-military, you don't have to ride a motorcycle. You know, in Minnesota, um, a large chunk of the year, nobody's riding a motorcycle, at least with anything Except between their that. ears. Yeah. Except for that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we have people, a, a good percentage come in cars even in the summer, or like Doug said, um, even on buses. Um, it's just having the heart of doing the right thing. So you guys have both been part of the Minnesota Patriot Guard for many years. And like any organization, a lot of your early volunteers are probably getting up there in age, my age or older. So you always need some, some newer, younger people. And, and it's about uh, dig- honor, dignity, and respect. It's about taking a little time out of your life to go say thank you to the first responders and, and the veterans that have, that have died. So you've constantly got to fill in and, and bring in some new writers so that you've got plenty of people here. Right, Absolutely. Uh, we have a website set up, mn dot or sorry, mnpatriotguard.org. Um, on the left side is a pull-down menu, and you can just click on the Join Us button, and it's going to ask you for your name, um, in your zip code, and an email address, and that's all we need to get you signed up. There's no costs. Um, there's no other requirements. You know, if you can make it to one mission a year, or if you can make it to a dozen missions a year, the, the important mission is the one that you're going to that day. So all they have to do is sign up, and they're going to get notification of missions. If there's something in their neighborhood, if they're able to go that day, show up. There'll be a ride captain on site, somebody signed to it. Just report into the ride captain. They show you what to do and and put in your time and and pay attention to that veteran or that first responder for a few hours. Yep, absolutely. Very good. Uh, Craig, I want to wish you all the best going forward as the captain of the Minnesota Patriot Guard. and. I got We got about a minute left, and, and we got to talk to this guy sitting next to you over here. Oh yeah, Doug, you you've had a fabulous career in the Minnesota Patriot Guard, and, and how many missions do you think maybe you've gone, you went to? You know, I wouldn't even want to count Tom. And as Craig said before, though, we've always had a saying: the mission I'm on today is the most important one. So I've been on one, and it's the most important one. And I know that there were some missions uh, where we had soldiers coming back in mass on buses, sometimes from Wisconsin, and your riders were right there, motorcycles, and, and organized that with the state patrol and everybody else 
those uh, returning home from deployment missions have to be your favorite. They are, and you know we we met them before their families met them. Well, we'd meet them at the rest stop, down, you know, as they entered Minnesota, and we got the bikes out in front of the buses and law enforcement in front of us, and the lights went on, and we went ninety miles an hour bringing those men and women home. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> and you should see both of these guys smiling right now when we're talking yeah, about good that. memories. Oh yeah. So but, Doug, you're finishing a transition here. You're not in the leadership anymore. You're you've put in your time as captain and on the board, but you're still a rider. I'm still a rider. I'm going back to my original road name of Buster. Buster. So you got to call me Buster, not Captain anymore. Where'd that Buster come from? Uh, Mike Angard, who was a retired Navy chief, gave it to me. He's one of my first assistant ride captains, and he said it's the maximum speed you can go right before as a pilot, right before you go supersonic. And he said that's the speed I worked at. There went Doug Bly. <laughs> Buster Bly. There, there went Buster. <laughs> well, gentlemen, Doug, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show for almost 14 years now, and and uh, we'll get you back on sometime. But Craig's going to be the voice that we're going to hear from from now on. And both of you, I wish you, I wish you well, and uh, keep up the missions and. Keep up the good work, gentlemen, and thanks for joining us today. It's been my honor, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. That was Doug Bly and Craig Uglin from the flag line of the Minnesota Patriot Guard. We're just about out of time. Thanks for listening to this edition of Minnesota Military Radio. We'd like to thank our guests for joining us this week, Jason Nash and Jared Cutney from Federal Premium Ammo, our Marine Dennis Angel, retired from Federal Premium, Doug Bly and Craig Uglin from the flag line of the Minnesota Patriot Guard, Temporary Commissioner uh, Brad Lindsay, the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, and finally, Minnesota's Adjutant General, Major General Sean Mankey. Please join us next week as we talk to one of Minnesota's congressmen about veterans' legislation and check in with the Minnesota National Guard's 148th Fighter Wing from Duluth. That's coming up next weekend on this station or online anytime at minnesotamilitaryradio.com. I'm Tom Lyons, and I hope that you make a difference in someone's life this week. Minnesota Military Radio is a production of iHeartMedia, the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, the Minneapolis VA, Beyond the Yellow Ribbon, and the Minnesota National Guard. Your host is Tom Lyons, founder and owner of Phelan Partners Limited, a merger and acquisition advisory firm. Tom is a life member of the American Legion, VFW, Vietnam Veterans of America, and the DAV. For podcasts and the latest updates, follow us at minnesotamilitaryradio.com.